0: What podcast reviewer 37 describes as an indiscriminate hellish ride that I would not wish on my worst enemy. The industry's elite have said time and again, man, fuck those guys. Get ready, if your ears had butts, they'd about to be fucked. Welcome to the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show. Here we are, back again, for take number two, because, well, really probably this is like take seven or eight, because I kept fucking things up, but either way, we're back, it's the BFN Show, the Butt Fuck Nowhere Show, episode number 14, I'm Josh, I'm here, as always, with Adam. Howdy. And today, I I had a couple things I wanted to talk about.
1: Oh, whatever... (laughs) <laughs> Whatever could they be?
0: Uh, something probably fucking horrible and fucking you know anger anger inducing, at least to me. But I guess we should start... It comes from a good place though. <laughs> yeah, it does. I really think it does. And this is not... I don't want to be the source of discouragement for anybody who wants to fucking do shit because you shouldn't care what anybody else thinks. You should do your own shit, right? Yes. And I guess maybe I'm... Wanting to let people know that it's okay to be mad. It's okay to hate. It's you could hate us and that's okay. It
1: would make me very happy if I knew that I had enemies.
0: Yeah. I, I, I I think that's something that's very much overlooked in our, I don't know, modern dichotomy of fucking society is if you, you, you gotta be nice to everybody. You gotta love everybody. You gotta be, everything has to be just so great. And if you say anything negative, oh, they people just jump on your shit and just, oh, you're a hater and this and that and blah, blah, blah. Well, A, I think that sometimes sometimes you need some haters. Sometimes you need some some haters to tell you that you're fucking up. I would like to posit something.
1: Okay, go ahead. All right. All the greatest moments of anything mm-hmm. involve hate. Okay. Magic Johnson versus Larry Bird. Hate. Who, who did Muhammad Ali fight in, in Manila? Philippines uh, was it Joe Frazier Joe Frazier fucking hate both hated each other yeah put on one of the best fights known true. to known to fucking mankind uh, known to mankind uh and yeah, I mean George George Foreman yeah. and Muhammad Ali true uh
0: hell Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis fucking Mike, Mike Tyson bit the guy's Mike, fucking ear off Mike, Mike
1: Tyson and Holyfield
0: oh that was that Holyfield that's yeah, right yeah, yeah. Well, Mike Mike Tyson, Lewis was another yeah. one too
1: but yeah but, he yeah, did but whole,
0: yeah but he whooped the, yeah but he bit his ear off yeah well,
1: Holyfield, Holyfield. Yeah, He's Holyfield. Been, yeah, he bit he bit Holyfield's ear off. That's what I'm yeah. talking about. Like, he hated him so much that he bit his fucking ear off in yeah, the middle so of a boxing match. I, I think in terms of sports, sports, it comes, it's a beautiful thing. It creates the best rivalries. Yeah. It brings out the best in both athletes. I think hate is accept, acceptable. Except when you're, you know, when you got what's going on in Israel and Palestine where everybody's, Going, going sure. ballistic <laughs> on each other, and in this, and you know what? That's a good point you bring up because we should probably
0: clarify this. Constructive, hate. constructive hate, not hating someone just because of their color or what fucking stupid gods they believe in. That's yeah, that's not what we're saying. What we're saying is, and I guess I'll bring up the example of what started this fucking this this whole thread. Is <clears throat> the other day when I was making I was making our our intro for the. New podcast coming up without censor. Uh, you know, if you're listening and you want to check it out, you can uh, tune in and check it out. It should be should be up uh, in January-ish, uh, the first episode. But anyways, so I was doing this thing for that, and I, as it was rendering, I had to wait because, you know, fucking computers. So I'm like, okay, like an idiot, I was just like, oh, let me just go. Instead of doing something constructive with my time, I went on fucking scroll on Instagram, okay? So I'm scrolling through the Instagram, and what fucking abominations appear upon my screen. And I don't say abominations in terms of anything to do with how they look or how they act. I'm saying... This content. is content. Ab- it's an abomination of content. You know what it is? The poverty, poverty. of content. <laughs> yes. <laughs> poverty of content. That's exactly what it is. This fucking cat girl. Okay. A Neko girl, as I've learned is what they're. Neko. Yeah. R- comes upon my screen. And I was like, what the, f-? doing just like an anime dance. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, of course, naturally, I have to click on it to fucking find out what other videos is this motherfucker doing. Because also, I wanted to know how many fucking followers this motherfucker has. Fucking cat girl, 100K plus followers. 100K plus. And the entirety, maybe, I, you know, I looked on there, and there was probably maybe 15 or 20 videos. Which, it's really hard to tell when you look at these profiles, how long they've been around for. I don't know if it says on there, but I can't. I, I haven't seen anything that says uh, that. I couldn't, yeah, I wouldn't know. But usually if you would, like I don't delete anything on ours, right? I, I just keep it all up. It's on there forever. So you could go back in our profile and see basically when we started posting things. And that would tell you like basically when we started, right? But for these ones, it's, it's hard to see because I feel like they delete shit. And I don't know if they delete shit because it didn't get good views and they're only curating the videos that have the high number of views or likes or whatever the case may be but anyways so I don't know how long they've been around for but the videos literally consisted of dressing up as different cat girls with fucking ears with with cat ears on doing anime dances and then doing that fucking thing where you take a scene from a movie and you play the audio and then you just mime it yeah basically you mime it and it's a bunch of those and then I mean, honestly, this part, this one was funny, but I think it was unintentional
1: comedy. You got, I wish you guys could see how Josh is getting. Oh,
0: at, fucking, it worked, bro. Up.
1: You, you got to see it, man. Uh, He's running his fingers through his hair. <laughs> and he rubs his chin. Yeah, yeah. I'm,
0: I, I am visibly disturbed by this. Yeah. That's okay. And this, this is how much I hate that. <sighs> this is how much I hate that. And and again this isn't going to deter me from continuing doing what we're doing obviously but Oh
1: no if anything it encourages yeah, it encourages
0: it, us it more It fuels the fire if anything and it it's it's the the simple fact of someone could just dress up like a fucking cat and do little dances and get 100,000 fucking followers and what's the worst part is that's dumb content but yet I bet you that that person is getting money for advertisers, for certain products, because you could see, oh, the fucking I don't know what it was. It was something, some some microphone that she was using, and it was it was this br- specific brand. And I said, oh, they're probably fucked They either paid for it, provided it for her, or they're doing some kind of a sponsorship. I'm sure that's that's probably how that's fucking working. Because if you have if you have over ten thousand followers, you can get people, you can get companies to fucking sponsor you and pay you money because. That's really the minimal amount you need to be "quote unquote" an influencer, I guess is is what it is. Is like ten to fifteen k on the followers, and then I think you can start getting some low level companies to give you money. But if you got over a hundred, yeah, now you're getting into like some big, you know, the the big the big time or whatever. So, which is funny if you look at like TV ratings when they do advertisements on them. A lot a lot of shows they advertise on don't even get a hundred thousand people don't fucking watch it. A lot of things, so you know, it's funny to see that that's. You know, that's, that's all you need is, is is 100K followers. You can get big-time advertisers. But anyways, uh, so the funny thing that was on there that I thought was unintentional comedy, is they, they were at some anime convention, and I'm sure this was planned because there's no fucking way that this was just a random happenstance. But they had, like, 15 or 20 other fucking ladies in there, and they were all dressed up as different evolutions of the Pokemon Eevee. So... You know you got like the electric one and the water one like whatever the evolutions are. They were dressed up in these skimpy outfits that were themed to whatever the that whatever the evolution of Eevee that they were fucking portraying. And they were doing this fucking dance. And granted, there was a, there was no skill involved because the choreography and maybe this is just me being an asshole, but <clears throat> Not that I'm a fucking professional dancer, but if you're going to do basic-ass choreography or whatever kind of choreography, at least fucking do it and have the decency to do it all at the same fucking time. Don't just all be fucking like, like you assholes didn't put any effort into this. This was low rent. This was fucking disgusting. Disgusting and it was out of sync it was completely out of sync there, were, there was one girl in the back that just kept doing this like i don't again i don't know if she just didn't she, know what to do
1: she did the left shark the yeah Super
0: Bowl. <laughs> basically it was just doing, like she was just going like this and then and then this one girl in the front which this this chick i don't know if they rehearsed this but if they did people should have seen they should have seen this and noticed this but in the front she did not know what to do she kept looking at the person next to her and then was like three seconds behind on everything and i was just like ah, oh, this isn't even good At least if it was on sync and, you know, at least if it looked presentable and good, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't be so angry about it probably. But guess what? That fucking video, 200,000 fucking likes for that fucking stupid video. Almost a quarter of a goddamn million. And I'm like, Jesus, fuck, man. You're not even fucking doing anything. And the thing that you are doing, you're doing it bad. You're not even doing it good. Fuck, I hate that. I fucking hate it. So then I thought, you know what? Okay, let me get out of this. Let me just scroll off. Let me go back. No, an even bigger mistake because another abomination of content shows up on my fucking screen, and it's it's a I don't know I don't know what the fucking right term is for this, but it's it's a person that was uh, short in stature.
1: Let's let's say okay, that's fine. Yeah, right, I've, I've, that, that, I've, that's, that describes it. Right, That's fairly. And it's That's not offensive, fairly, can't yeah, be offensive. It's fairly PC. Yeah,
0: I mean, not that I'm trying to be super PC, I just ranted about cat girls, but, uh, so this this dude, and I think he's from Bangladesh or India or some weird fucking, some country as, as such, and this guy, I mean, good on him, he's making money, fucking eats <laughs> food, just eats food, and just just doesn't even review it. Oh, hey, like the video I watched was Chick-fil-A. He got fucking, he got a Chick-fil-A sandwich, okay? He got a Chick-fil-A sandwich, he got the Polynesian sauce, and he got the Chick-fil-A sauce with it. And he says, <clears throat> oh, you guys have been wanting me to eat Chick-fil-A, so I'm gonna eat this Chick-fil-A. And he's like, oh, I heard that you should take the the sauces and pour them into the bag, and then take out the chicken breading and throw it in the bag, and then mix it all up inside the, 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 cut, the plastic the, the, bag. The, the
1: chicken cut. The way, yeah, the, like the, just, the, the, just the
0: patty. Yeah, like the patty or whatever. And uh, I've never fucking heard of that before, but... I I said, okay, well, that's interesting. So whatever, he's doing it. And then he puts it all together, and he just eats it. And and that's it. That was the end of the video. He just (laughs) fucking eats it. And so I said, this can't be. There's no fucking way. This cannot be all that this guy does. So I started scrolling through his fucking videos. That's all he fucking does is he eats food. (laughs) He just eats it. He doesn't even say, oh, this is good. I give this a 10 out of 10. Christ, at least if you're reviewing it, that's fucking something. You're doing something else other than just a basic human function of eating. That's all you're doing. Like those fucking mukbang videos. He's not even doing that. He's not even putting the mic up to his fucking mouth and making the like whatever. Cause okay, sure. I think that shit's weird, but you know what? People enjoy it, I guess. Fuck. At least do that. At least fucking something. It's just a video of you eating a goddamn fucking Chick-fil-A sandwich or uh, he, he got Chipotle. This is the other thing. You'll, you'll probably get get mad at this. He got Chipotle and kept referring to it as pasta. He's like, oh, you guys want me to eat this pasta from from Chipotle? And I was like, oh, shit, Chipotle has pasta? And I was like, shit, well, let me see. This might be some new shit. Hey, maybe this guy's on the cutting edge, and he's in some market that they're getting this new rollout of shit. And he opens it up, and it's a fucking burrito bowl.
1: <laughs>
0: There's not a goddamn piece of pasta in a burrito bowl from fucking Chipotle. It's rice and beans, and it's all like Mexican food shit no pasta in there. And he's just like, Oh man, he takes a bite and he says, "Mm, this is a pretty good pasta. And I just, I wanted to strangle him. I wanted to find out where he was and just strangle him and be (laughs) like, you cannot fucking call this pasta. You're doing it wrong. Fuck. Yeah. It just, I don't know. It just, it, it eats at my soul and it does provide motivation or, I mean, not motivation, but it provides the blueprint to maintain the discipline of doing all the shit that we were doing. We're doing. And A lot of people that I, that I've, because I've discussed this with some other people and they are not in agreement with me that, that hate is a good motivator. It is. But, but it, but it is a good motivator. I think it's my, it might just be the best fucking motivator. Cause what, what are you going to
1: do? Just mope around something you hate. You're just going to stick, you're just going to sit on the couch and, oh, well, that's, that's what it is. No, like that's just people, how it went. You oh know, my, yeah, you know. There's people making videos and making money off of that. It's a personal challenge, dude. I mean, I mean, they don't personally care. They don't even know that this is striking, striking some type of emotion. Yeah, but it's motivating because you're just thinking, I can do better than that, right? And that's what it comes down to. I can do better than that. I I know it's. I've heard things like. Okay, if you're doing something, your motivation... Well, motivation is shit, right? Yeah. Your diligence is the thing that you should be doing. Whatever it might be, whether it's uh, becoming a doctor or whatever, it's just doing the work every day, regardless of whether you're motivated or passionate. You just got to do the fucking work, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've heard that spite is not a good thing because you'll run out of fuel. But the thing is, there's an infinite amount of sources of fuel that drive hate that drive my hate that inspire me all the oh, videos that you're talking yeah. about and it inspires me there's a wealth oh
0: it, there is an infinite fucking number a myriad of this shit yes a, a plethora a Plethora. <laughs> yes uh, there's
1: a shit ton of. bushel oh man a bus- yeah. that's
0: that was going yeah. that was a good one a metric ton yes of fucking videos out there that are just like this that are as as i think that we hear i mean i guess we didn't invent the term but i mean fuck it we're taking it uh, the the npc fucking content or whatever there's just so much of that shit out there and again i i feel like i'm i'm talking to you almost every day and i feel like almost every day there's some new fucking thing that i'm just like i can't believe this fucking thing exists i can't believe i found this cat girl i can't believe the oh and then the best to, to just circle back cuz i forgot the best part about the fucking cat girl was there there was a a post on there I should have fucking screenshotted it because, goddamn it, it was fucking so funny. It was it was one of those, uh, not not the it, like the ribbon, you know, like the support ribbon or whatever. But it was yeah, like, like it was like one of those things where it's like, oh, cosplayers are cosplayers are the real heroes or some shit like that. I don't remember exactly what it said, but it was something to that effect. Where I'm like, are you fucking serious right now? You're gonna tell me that that people who dress up as fictional characters or real characters from other fucking you know points of time, I guess, but people who dress up as not themselves, that they are heroes and they're, that, that they deserve some sort of respect just for fucking doing that. Get the fuck out of here. I cannot.
1: Cosplaying I changed my
0: life, oh, bro. That's another one that was, <laughs> Oh man. And, and and then that you see that all in the comments too. Cause as you, cause I like to also read and see like what people are saying about this. Cause I think, God, oh, there's no fucking way um, that people are actually engaging. And, oh yeah you're so pretty you're this you're that oh yeah yeah yeah. oh man cosplaying save my you know some bullshit it's, it's bullshit like that and what's even funnier is because you know when you're cosplaying obviously you're dressing up as someone else so you're you're hef you're you're altering your appearance greatly i guess right for lack of a better term
1: yeah, i don't know if i want to go down this route
0: <laughs> well i don't i'm not saying who it is but okay all right fuck it you know what maybe maybe you're right Maybe
1: because i know where like that. that's going to go down yeah I was it's, yelling about it's, it's that just too. i yeah it's better to uh i mean cuz we can gripe all we want about the content itself but I, I don't want to go down that road for that particular thing cuz right. I, I know where i know where it's going to go yeah fair enough um, fair enough um but my, anyways my, my favorite okay. thing about those type of videos is i see friends people i know people yeah. i follow i've never liked i've never liked anything with instagram girls or models or yeah. i don't, don't doesn't appeal to me. I'd rather like a puppy video than yeah, or or fucking food food sure, videos. Sure, yeah, yeah. Um, I love seeing people that I know liking these women. I know it's because <laughs> it's 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 not even women. It could be guys too. Like it could be really attractive dudes. I know girls that follow them. I'm like, oh yeah, I, I can't. I know it's because he's so thoughtful and so thought provoking. Yeah, that this guy is getting these likes from these people that I know. And yeah, dude, I just want to take a screenshot and just send it to their significant others and be like, "Oh, hmm. hey, look, look this. this is your husband. This is your wife. This is <laughs> just to be an asshole because that's how much hate I have in my heart, dude. I know that's that's such a stupid thing to do. It's so evil. It's bad. But fuck it. I don't I don't care, dude. This is the Maybe that's a bad way to deal with it. But 90% of the time, 99% of the time, it's just motivational for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you sent me that stuff. I was like, all right, for the interview that we're going to be doing uh, two days from now. Yeah. Two days from this podcast. I thought, all right, this is enough fuel for me to, it was enough to light a fire into my ass. and I'm like, I'm going to finish all the interview questions that that we have lined up. Yeah. So I can have it done before. Cause one problem that I had when I was younger is that I would leave things to, I would leave things to the last minute Yeah, and I don't want to do that anymore. I tried to do things. I mean the whole, I mean all the stuff that we're doing with the podcast, technically we're ahead of schedule, which oh, is yeah. great. Like, yeah, yeah. And I, I don't want to break that. I, I want to continue to yeah. do that. Anything that we do, we're always going to try to be ahead of schedule because it, that's just the way we operate now. That's how right. my brain functions. Yeah. This is how I it's operate. just better. Yeah. So in that instance, yes, like that's where I think the hate has motivated me.
0: And yeah, one of one of the things too, to, to kind of piggyback on what you were saying about the I guess procrastination aspect. Yeah, that's I was the same fucking way, man. When I was when I was in fucking school and everything, man, I just fucking waited to the last minute to do everything. And goddamn, you know? Maybe if I would have fucking actually gone back and done something, and, and if I would have applied myself or I would have not done that and had this mentality sooner in life, oh, maybe maybe I'd be a lot uh, further off uh, than what I am. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. No use in crying over spilt milk, as they say. Yeah. Uh, you can't unring the bell. Mm-hmm. But I do think that there is value in what at least we're doing. And maybe I'm delusional. Maybe I am. But... As as uh, as I guess the unofficial mascot of the uh, the BFN show, David Goggins, uh, who I fucking talk about all the time on here, I guess like he says, if people think you're crazy, that's when you know you're on the right track. That's when you know you're fucking doing the right, you're making the right moves, and you're doing the right things. Is when other people don't fucking understand you anymore, and they just fucking are like, "This guy's
1: fucking crazy." It's true, I, man. I don't relate to anybody. Yeah, I don't talk to anybody. I mean, it's probably not good, but um, <laughs> I don't want to hang out with other people. We've talked about this before, yeah, right? I don't want to do, shit unless, just to do shit right? no, like if I'm playing a video game. All right, cool. Maybe I'll save that for I'll save that for a game podcast, so I can talk about the game itself. Or right. if I go out to a show, it's not just because I'm enjoying the music; it's because I'm trying to find out as much information about artists or trying to get intel. Meeting new people, I'm trying to stay on top of it, dude. I'm trying to be, I'm trying to have my ears as close to the ground as possible, so nothing is. It's always going to serve two functions. It's for me to satisfy me, and then the second function is to contribute to this in some way.
0: Yeah, and and I and I agree with that. I think in in the state that we are in, that's what you have to do, and I think people don't necessarily understand that. It, you can't just kind of half ass it right? that's I guess the best term I can come up with is if you are if you're still going out and dicking around or if you're still spending most of your time bullshitting around as opposed to doing fucking work or furthering whatever it is that you're trying to further, then you're not gonna make it. It's just not gonna happen and and you can't sit there and say, oh man, why is this not working? for example, if we were if we were sitting here going, oh God, if we had nobody listening, if there were no fucking downloads, if we were sitting here go, oh God, why is it that we fucking aren't getting downloads? Okay, well, uh, if we look at ourselves, and I, I feel like if we would have fucked off, and we would have just kind of done a lower amount of whatever the standard was going to be, I feel like maybe we might be in that position, but because we set the standard so high of how much content we have to produce, I feel, I feel like that's making us fucking, it's making us go forward, just because of the amount of shit that we're doing. And that, I think, can be applied to anybody else who's doing any other, you know, it doesn't have to be podcast or fucking, you know, what it could be. Uh, if you want to make a robotics company or you want to make a fucking pharmaceutical company or, or fuck whatever, if you're passionate about fucking, you want to you fucking make a Warhammer fucking 40K uh, YouTube channel, uh, whatever, it, or, or if you want to do, talk about old video games or whatever it is, if you fucking do the work and you put in the time,
1: then there will be no reason why you won't succeed. Or if there's no, there's no regret yeah. uh, in it. Cause you just say, I gave it 110%. And I know for a fact, it's not because I didn't put in the work and it doesn't matter what the result is. Cause I think something will come out of it regardless. And I think that's also helped mentally that uh, we've been doing all this work and doing this interview I've been thinking, dude, I don't have any doubt that we're going to do a bad job. There's no, yeah, uh, there's, right, it's yeah. out of sight, out of mind. I don't even think about it, because we've already been doing this for like eight months. We've been talking pretty consistently. Yeah. I think our verbal communication skills probably have gotten better. Maybe we've reduced the amount of like us and whatever sure. it may be uh, since that point, or up up until this point, rather. I just have no doubt in my mind about anything that I do. I'm just very, I'm very confident in all the stuff that we do. And oh yeah, me it, too. This, this pod, this podcast, all the other ones we do this interview, it, it's all the same to me. I'm, I'm just thinking I'm gung ho. I'm ready to fucking come in and do this, do this work.
0: Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. And another, another, an example and see, this is, this is an example of someone that I, that I hate because of the shit that they're doing. But it's also an example of if you fucking are motivated and you fucking do something, you can still, you can make money, you can be successful. There's, I came across, it scrolling fucking Instagram, this person who was who did a job, I don't want to be specific because I don't want to fucking, you know, well, I don't want to start shit yet, but you know, I uh, <laughs> I'd rather yet. wait till we're a little bit, maybe a little more well known and then start shit with people. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But right now, uh, I it, it was a person who worked, was, was, was essentially a nobody, just worked a regular basic, you know, job and... They, during COVID, they refused to get vaccines. There, there's several examples of who these people are and then got fired and then became media personalities somehow. Um, so it's it'll be probably hard to narrow it down. But this person got whatever, fired or whatever the case was because they refused to get vaccines from their menial, I, would, I don't know if it's a menial job, but from their regular job, and then basically became a right-wing media personality. And has has a website has merchandise has fucking i mean has a podcast and so what's interesting is i looked at because i was curious to see because i did i did our thing for our quarterly meeting that's kind our first quarter meeting that's coming up because i wanted to know how many hours we've produced so i have the number now of what we've produced over this this time that we've been doing this for this year mm-hmm. in 2020 fucking three or whatever so this person has a podcast they have produced maybe I want to say ten, no, maybe like fifteen to twenty episodes, and <laughs> laughable. And well, they've been around for over a year. They've they the first episode they did was like I think eighteen months ago or some somewhere in that ballpark. And of those fifteen to twenty whatever episodes, they have produced thirty three hours of content. Okay, for a podcast. This podcast, I can't. I don't know the number of subscribers because obviously it won't tell me. But I can tell you right now, based on the Instagram fucking account, I'm sure it's in the hundreds of thousands of people who follow and listen to this person, right? So I went, I went ahead and just was like perusing the synopses of what the episodes were about and then clicking some of them to find out and listen to what they were. And some of the episodes were 15 minutes. Some of them were an hour and a half, but then they were, I didn't listen to any full episodes, but... I was just as I was listening to this person. They they don't have anything to say. They really don't have anything to fucking say. But because of diligence and discipline and them doing, getting the website, making Instagram fucking reels, doing all this shit. Yeah, the podcast maybe is is laughable. I agree with the amount of time. Uh, because for us, for example, in the what five months ish we've been doing this, we've produced a hundred and six fucking hours. Of content that we that's published that's not even counting the four or five episodes that we didn't air because of you know one one bit of fuckery or another mm-hmm. but just published episodes that's what we fucking produced and we've produced i think the number was like 68 episodes in five months we did that in five fucking months and obviously the first i don't know the first maybe month Month and a half. Well, probably probably six months. I would say because we probably were going for like like what six six to eight weeks before we actually started in September first with the like the quarter thing. So I would say only twenty of those episodes because we we produced four podcasts at the launch with five episodes each. So twenty of those episodes. So and then so I took the numbers off of that because I wanted to know too. But it was like seventy. We made like 70, 72 or seventy four hours of content over the last, from September 1st until, well, as of yesterday. This will be probably 75. And then, obviously, we've got till the end of the year. So, the number's gonna be above 80, you know, for sure, of what we did in just four months. And it's an example of, if we continue doing this, yes, we didn't have a news outlet fucking cover our plight and make us a famous, you know... Person overnight to to capitalize on this, but where this person was smart is they capitalized on on that. They capitalized on their fifteen minutes and turned it into thirty or forty five or an hour or what you know whatever. And I say fifteen minutes of fame, you know, like not actual fifteen minutes, but you know the the, the saying. So they were smart and they maintained diligence and they maintained discipline in in at least putting out multitudes of content and going on things and doing stuff and look look where that's got them so my and that's where i'm torn on this whole thing too because yes i hate that i hate that this person who really has nothing to say has hundreds of thousands of followers you are a an essentially a right-wing fucking character or caricature of of what a right-wing person should be i guess or what the, the stereotype is, and you play that up, you're playing the character, that's great, but you really don't have anything to say, other than, yes, yes, the other side is bad, that's basically all it is, It's just talking shit about the other side, with no real content, or no real reason why, because again, this person, you know, based on what their job was, I assume that they're, they, they probably don't have a fucking, you know, multitude of degrees about fucking geopolitics, or anything like that, not to say that you need that, but, they don't fucking, they're not saying shit, they're just saying the basic shit that's out there to get them fucking people to listen and to get them to click the subscribe button and it's working so, for them. So it's
1: like all the uh, the lingo, the right trigger words. Yes. Like, for the monkeys to clap. Right, yes. That's exactly
0: what it is. It's to get the NPC. Woke. Yeah. Oh, oh woke is bad. And then. Yeah. Oh, fucking uh, Trump good. Yeah. Oh, fucking uh, vaccine mandates bad. Right, that's all it is. It's the trigger words to get people, and you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe they even do a little golo Alex Jones and say that you know the 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 water makes the frogs gay or something. I don't know. <laughs> Which would be funny if they that, that would actually be funny. I, I think that would be hilarious. So to take on this persona is smart. It's it's a it's a genius maneuver because you're literally pandering to the lowest common denominator and getting them to you're suckering them into giving you money or to buying merchandise from you. When you really actually provide no, it's not an even exchange. That's, that's, where, that's what it is. To me, it's not an even fucking exchange. At least to me. Maybe, maybe to other people, sure. Maybe they view it as an even exchange. Maybe they love this lady and think she's got so much great things to say and blah, blah, blah. Fuck, whatever. But to me, it's not an even exchange of content where if, like with people, if you're going to give us money, I'm giving you your fucking money's worth in fucking content, I feel like there is an even fucking exchange really it might even be an uneven uneven exchange where you are coming out ahead because of all the shit that we do that's free and you know probably is worth more than whatever it is somebody's going to subscribe to a patreon or a fucking you know whatever to to donate us money or give us money or buy some merch or whatever the case is so i f- i feel like the the hatred to circle back to the whole thing the hate just like fucking Palpatine says in fucking Star Wars. Oh, I can feel your hate. It makes you stronger. Gives Episode you six. focus. Episode six. Yeah. And Nobody likes the bad guy. But they love to fucking watch him. And if that's how. If that's how we gotta break through by just not necessarily maybe trolling people, maybe that's not the right word, although it is funny, but <laughs> if if we have to fucking, again, cause some kind of controversy, controversy creates cash. That's what it comes back to at the end of the day. And Josh, famous Josh catchphrase at the end of the day. If, if that's what we gotta do, if that's what anybody has to do to fucking make their mark and to get to the point where they're successful, then I would say... If you don't fucking walk through that door when the opportunity presents itself, then I don't think you really wanted to be successful in the first place. Because if I'm presented with an opportunity, a legitimate opportunity where hey, if I shit on this person or if I shit on something that they're doing and I know it's going to get fucking mainstream coverage or whatever, I got I have to do it. There's no way cuz no matter how many people that hate you for that, you're always going to get an evenly Proportionate number of supporters who fucking think you're right, or who like it, or who think it's funny, or whatever. And I'm not saying that you got to be fucking serious about it. This could all just be for trolling and just a joke, and just that. That's all, sometimes that's even better when it's just for keks. It's just for it's just for fun. It's just hilarious. Oh, I just wanted to fucking rile, stir the pot. I don't really mean this, but maybe I do. I don't know. You know, fucking. <clears throat>
1: so I don't know where I'm going with this, but well, just if it if if something like this fellow this gentleman mm-hmm. as stupid as it might be that he is one-dimensional right yes, that he can get ahead in some way with the minimal amount of content that he's presented to people, the minimal amount of information that he's provided or value that he provides to other people then shit why can't why can't we do it? We've already yeah. exceeded all those. We've the,
0: exceeded all the other metrics by which the success could be measured. We just haven't had any, uh, what's the word? Any uh, Any mainstream publication, I guess. Which, we just have to, I guess, do it the hard way. Yep. And you know, that's... It's probably going to take a thousand episodes. It might take 10,000 sure. episodes. Sure. Who, Who knows? knows? Who the fuck knows how many episodes it might take? Who knows how many hours it might fucking take of us doing this before finally there's some major fucking takeoff that happens. And that's one of the things that I also kind of want to discuss about with people that are wanting to do whatever it is they want to do. Right. Okay. You can't fucking take and just look at it as money is the only measurement of success.
1: No, I, I, I agree. I think we'll continue. So, so
0: I, I believe that, like this with podcasting. Let's just say, let's just use this as an example. I believe that the amount of hours that you put in at the end of the week, when we've when we've done our four fucking hours or four episodes or whatever the the goal is, and we hit it, I feel fucking great. Oh yeah, I feel fucking stoked. I'm I'm shit. This is the bomb. And now that we've been doing it on Sundays and Thursdays, basically, you know, for the most part, it, it's been great because even we're, we're even before the week is up, we're done. You know, the week starts on Sunday. By Thursday, it's done. Four hours has been completed, and that's a wrap, and we're good to go. And we put it up, throw it out, everything's good. I feel fucking great. I feel a sense of accomplishment. I feel a sense of worth, I guess, for lack of a better term. That value alone, to me, is worth continuing whatever the cost is to do this. And now, granted, some people maybe can't bear... The cost of of doing things things but you don't have to spend a lot of money you could almost really spend no money i mean i I, we just happen to have fucking 18 different fucking podcasts and you know need to need to pay for hosting and this and that um but you if you just do one shit that's free you can do that you can do a lot of that shit for free and shit you go get a secondhand fucking mic on ebay and fucking you don't even need a mixer you just got to have a laptop a basic bitch laptop it doesn't even you can go get one of those celeron fucking uh chromebooks i'm sure and <laughs> you could fucking record a podcast on there and yeah it may take you along you may spend a lot of time editing and you may spend a lot of time fucking rendering episodes because it's a fucking slow ass computer but there's free software out there that'll do that shit for you and you can just throw it up and upload it and 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 do it and you should do it if you want to you should, you shouldn't let anything bar you, anything or anyone bar you or, or put the bar to entry so high that you can't fucking, that you just don't wanna do it. Cause it's a lie. It doesn't matter, like in, 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 as we talk about in the entertainment industry all the fucking time. If you wanna go fucking be an actor, cool. Maybe take some fucking acting classes or whatever. And then fucking look on Craigslist. Well, I don't know if they do on Craigslist anymore, but look on fucking re- subreddits. That's a better, that's like modern day fucking, uh, looking for people on on shit that's probably a better example than craigslist but look on red at subreddits of people that are independent filmmakers that are making movies that are in your area and they fucking need need somebody need need a extra they need this yeah maybe you ain't gonna get paid but like hey you're gonna go out and you're gonna be in some shit and you're gonna get to do what you want to do right and meet people and meet people and make connections and who knows what the thing that you did for free for somebody that could turn into something where you could get paid that connection that you made there that was how you were you were paid right? right and i'm not saying you should do shit for free for everybody all the time but you got to understand it's the same thing with starting a business when you start out you're not going to make any money and then the same the same applies to you just doing a career or whatever you're going to make no money mm-hmm. you're going to probably be spending money you're still going to be in the hole from the money you spent getting trained or doing whatever this is what it is it's field training for acting is going out and being in movies and independent movies and not getting paid or getting paid like 50 bucks or whatever or you can have no overhead I mean the cost of
1: your phone your phone bill and make TikToks of your favorite movie scenes and oh, yeah. doing that.
0: Yeah. That's all you gotta do. You don't even gotta do you know, do nothing crazy. There was one I saw that this guy did. Man, I thought it was real. This dude fucking was it was a it was a a guy just sitting there with the phone and he was staring at as the phone was staring at him and he was like crying and shit and he was giving a speech to his son that he was going to give his heart for, like he was gonna die. And they were going to take his heart or they were going to kill him, take his heart and then put it in his son so his son could live. And he was giving this whole thing. And man, I fucking got teary eyed watching this thing. And I thought it was fucking real. And I'm just going through the comments. I'm like, dude, is this, did this fucking, did they let this guy do this? Cause fuck, that's crazy. And oh, everybody's, Oh no, it's fake. He did this for, you know, it's his first acting for his real. And I'm like, fuck, I'd hire that guy. And that's sometimes all you got to fucking do.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know if there is a measurable thing of meeting people that are like-minded for that stuff or for literally anything. Yeah. You know, if you care about music or movies. Uh but I feel as though when you surround yourself with like-minded people that <sighs> this is gonna sound like hippie-dippy shit, <laughs> but the collective energy it's like it's like fucking, it's like Goku, dude. Lend, uh, yeah. me lend, yeah. lend me your energy. Uh but just being surrounded by people like the vibes or the energy is good and you walk away motivated or inspired or whatever it might be. Yeah. And it's, and also it's the stable thing too. It's like when you surround yourself with people and you create a community, that community could spawn fuck the next generation of actors slash directors that just started in one locale or whatever. And it wasn't because they cared about what everybody else was doing. It was just, Let's make movies and let's see what happens. Let's have a fucking good time, and then, fucking who knows that that might be fucking Quentin Tarantino. That might be yeah. That might be fucking uh Taika Waititi or whatever his name is. Yeah. That these people just believed in themselves. And I'm gonna I'm gonna add on to this because I I've been watching like Paul Heyman videos. Oh yeah yeah. All right. Paul Heyman is somebody that's in wrestling that was the creator or the founder of ECW and then eventually moved on to. Booking for the WWF slash WWE and uh, was the advocate for Brock Lesnar, <laughs> CM Punk, uh, yeah. forget who else, but he was talking about the early days of ECW and he thought he wasn't the smartest person. He just thought everybody else was a dumb fuck yeah. because WWF was getting talent. The way they would gather talent is... Six five three hundred pounds that yeah, was
0: that's that it. was
1: it yeah his example was this guy named Zeus who, who I imagine was probably much like the Greek god yeah. or whatever WCW hired athletes and that's how they got Bill Goldberg right ECW it didn't really matter it was people that were interested in wrestling itself yeah the art of wrestling itself and that's how he got somebody like Taz who was like five eight wasn't the typical the typical uh, blueprint for a wrestler. Yeah. But the motherfucker could choke people out. He was learning Brazilian jiu-jitsu. He knew uh, a plethora of martial arts. Uh, he could probably kick anybody's ass, like, real life. And Paul Heyman said, fuck, let's do it. And yeah. it's all that's all it really came down to, was that the people that were coming to him, he believed in them as much as they believed in him. Yeah. And that's why Tommy Dreamer and fucking... Uh, Taz, and I forgot who else was in ECW, but everybody that was doing something there eventually led on to different and better things. I mean, maybe not so much Tommy Dreamer, but... <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I mean, he,
0: he was in the WWE. He was like a road agent. He was like, you know, he's... All right, he did he all right now, for himself. Yeah, right? yeah I mean, but
1: there, there was a dark spell. At some sure, point. yeah, there definitely was. But everybody came out better at some point right. for, for that experience and for everything. And all it took was somebody like Paul Heyman. Sure, there are criticisms of him being him being a lousy businessman, but what he has over everybody else is he had the initiative to fucking do it and believe in other people and find those talents and and create a community amongst the wrestling uh industry and to eventually like for himself, dude. I mean, for a guy that probably financially ruined himself at some point, he did all right for himself, dude. He was yeah. working with Brock Lesnar, he works in the WWE, he books talent there and he does all these things and yeah, it just it was just having the faith that you're surrounded with good people and that you have faith in yourself and other people that good things can happen, dude. Yeah. So, I mean, now I'm starting to look at that like for ourselves. I'm like right now uh man, I don't even know if I want to bring it up. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're down a man, honestly. Like we're 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 down a man and Yeah. Now now I'm thinking not 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 that he's going to be replaced or anything, but like because there's always always Seat available always at the table. But like, we need to start thinking about how we're going to build a community for other people too.
0: Yeah. Like, and well, we need to start looking at building our own fucking stable. I mean, we, we, well, we, we did. We, we started to build the stable. We had, we, we have us. And then, yeah. Yeah. Like you said, now that, now essentially being a man down has, you know, albeit hopefully temporary, right? Yeah. But being a man down has really made me look at, okay yeah you and i can continue just doing this tag team style and just fucking go and we'll just we'll keep going but for longevity's sake and longevity purposes we should definitely fucking start trying to expand the stable at some point you know and that being a man down has really made me definitely more lean towards wanting to do that yeah
1: i don't and that's not for us to develop like a I don't know why I'm saying this, but it's not to develop like a codependency. Right. It's it's really, okay, we're gonna do this for six months to a year, I think. Just us doing this, right? Because yeah. we gotta find out Right, yeah. What we can do. What what our worth is worth. And I think us standing on our own two feet is great because it'll just mean that we're gonna be better when other people get added. And then right. when other get people added, shit, now we gotta build them up so that you guys care about what these guys have to say. Cause I'm sure they're going to have something to say. Yeah. And we'll find out what that's going to be. I mean, it's not going to be perfect, but we're going to find out. And oh yeah. Ho- hopefully it'll just be as equally as awesome as the shit that we're doing. Yeah. So I agree. And
0: yeah, I, I think that to, to go back to the Paul Heyman thing real quick, I did have something I wanted to say on that. Uh, I think I'm that, a Paul Heyman guy. Oh, so am I. I'm, I'm Paul Heyman Mark fucking all day, every day. And I do think Paul Heyman is a fucking perfect living example of what I have been saying about in entertainment in general. You got to have, you either got to be the fucking, you're either the the creative or the business guy. You got to fucking, you got to be able to find the balance and be both things in order to fucking make it independently. And that was the thing that Paul Heyman had the fucking creative side down. He was a fucking creative genius. Probably. I don't want to say the worst or terrible businessman, but not a good businessman, not fucking great and that eventually i think led to the downfall of ecw and that was eventually what led to the downfall of him saying fuck i'm so much in debt and so fucked up because of decisions that i've had to make about business stuff that went the went the wrong way yeah. now i got to let the wwe fucking buy me out and which you know good i'm good i'm glad that he got some
1: you know assistance there and the wwe saw his value yeah he's i mean dude the guy is indispensable oh, i mean yeah cuz even his stints in the WWE weren't fucking permanent from when he started there to where he is now. Right. I mean, he went away yeah. a couple different times. Like, he even had his own pipe bomb on, I think, in like 2000, 2001 or 2000, 2002. Yeah. Some, yeah, Somewhere in the early 2000s. But Vince McMahon always came back to him. Yeah. So what does that say? The guy has value. Right, yeah. He, he provides a valuable fucking
0: service that, again, creatively, not a lot of people can fucking do for them. And that's where it takes someone to recognize that talent. And that's where, and that's where like building our stable, right? Like, okay, so Vince built is, he added Paul Heyman to his stable after that. You know what I'm saying? Now, granted, maybe, you know, whatever it goes up, it goes down, whatever, it ebbs and flows. But I'm just saying in general, that's, that's where, where we add to our stable, someone who does something that's good at something that we're not, or that brings another, view to the table or brings another piece of the puzzle, I guess that we mm. don't fucking have. And that's what I think is the key is because listen, if we just fucking found somebody else that just likes all the same shit we do and fucking says the same and agrees with the same shit, then, 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 you know, whatever, what's the point? We might as well, that, that's dumb. We're just adding another, we're just adding a clone of ourselves. Yeah. You know, we got to find someone who, we got to find people who are a motivated or disabled motivated. I think at the beginning and then, and then that needs to turn into discipline mm. with, with doing the work because that's one of the things that I think will be a kind of a culture shock to a lot of people if they were to try. Let's say we were to just take somebody off the street and, that wants to do podcasting and, and have them come in and do podcasting. I think they'd be like, holy shit, what the fuck is going on? You guys are doing the fucking, all this work a week? Like, Jesus Christ. And that might be a culture shock to some, some people, which is fine. But if you're motivated and you want to learn how to do shit. But, but it wouldn't be a burden it wouldn't because right the people yeah. that would want it be like that oh want fuck it. yeah like, that's what give I'm saying. me saying give me that those people that's the people that we gotta look for is yeah. the ones that that are motivated to want that and then they turn that motivation once we start doing it once with them then they then they turn it into the discipline of maintaining it and doing it mm. no fucking matter what every week
1: delivering 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 fucking i, th- I think the third element would be definitely I mean there's people I mean shit the the Star is Born movie dude with Bradley yeah, Cooper right, right. and and uh, Lady Gaga one of the things that struck me was uh I think uh Sam Elliott's or no it was Bradley Cooper's uh character that said the difference between me and you his brother was that uh I had something I had something to say that's why I got further along I think I think that is indicative of also I mean shit we're not where we want to be right now, but I think we have the right things to say. Like we, we, we always say have something to say, right? Yeah. We just, the audience has to be, the, the audience will eventually come, but anybody else that we add has to have a new unique perspective. Yeah. Has to have fucking something to say. It can't just be a sycophant like that. Just, you know, just, Oh, just applauds to hear, us. Yeah. yeah. Oh yes guys. Yeah. Yes. You I don't, guys are I don't so want yes nope. men dude. Nope, I hope, I. I hope we're at each other's throats at some point. Like, that yeah. if
0: that's the case, if if we if our stable and we're constantly fighting each other, yeah, let's just say healthy, fight. yeah, in a healthy way. Yeah. That's the pressure and the fucking whatnot that creates that takes the coal and turns it into fucking diamonds. Yeah, and that's the environment. And, and again, I'm not saying we have to fucking try to murder each other all the time, but no. I, you know, I'm just saying if we're constantly challenging each other. Oh man, I don't think that's fucking funny. I think that's dumb. I think you need to fucking do better and go back to the drawing board and come back with a better way to say that fucking sentence. Yeah, you know, in a manner that is funnier and more, uh, you know, uh, whatever the case is. Uh, just constantly challenging each other to do better, to push the envelope on content, on creativity, and everything that we do. That's that's what we fucking need to add is
1: people that are like that. And I don't really know how that's going to come about, but to speak about Paul Heyman once more. Yeah, yeah. What does it say about Paul Heyman that he was able to evaluate people when everybody else was saying, this person's too short. Mm, I don't know if this guy is ready for television. Whatever excuse anybody would create, he said, no, I am the 1%. I'm going to vouch for all these people. And then you have someone like CM Punk that eventually has his fucking historical moment, which is the pipe bomb Moment when everybody else was saying this guy couldn't appear on television because he wasn't, right? He didn't have the physique, he didn't have the height, whatever the excuse was. CM Punk made it to television, and to this day, dude, that motherfucker is the embodiment of controversy. Creates cash. Oh yeah, a hundred fucking percent. And I respect the fuck out of that. Oh, I don't care how you feel. I don't care how anybody feels about CM Punk. The dude knows how to make money. Yeah. And I respect it. So I am gonna emulate whatever Paul Heyman does, whatever CM Punk does. I know people think wrestling is trivial, it's stupid, or whatever. But you don't understand, man. Like you guys don't understand that it there's it it it's like a parody of real fucking life. Yeah. And it's like holding up a mirror. And I I think I want to adapt those things so that we can apply that to our own success. And here's the other thing too. Giving people a chance, because I think
0: Heyman, Paul Heyman also gave people a chance just despite the fucking system, because yeah. he said, you know what? I see that kernel <laughs> of fucking whatever that basic little thing that's inside of people. He's like, oh, I see that there, mm. and I'm going to fucking pull that out and turn this little seed into mm. a giant fucking oak tree. And that's what he did with fucking a ton of fucking dudes that maybe, honestly, almost didn't even have it in them to do it but he was able to fucking pull that out and get them to fucking
1: perform and, and get them to be where they were at you know yeah i mean dude taz perfect example i know i'd bring bringing him up again but he, there was belief that that guy couldn't talk on the mic like yeah. his character was supposed to be mute, like, mute yeah or whatever and in a time when i was growing up with smackdown i briefly remember taz as a wrestler but I remember him more as a commentary, and yeah. I remember him being one of the best commentators. I mean, dude, when you have Jim Ross and Jerry Lawler on Raw, and then you have Michael Cole and fucking Taz, I mean, to me they were on par with, yeah, on par with one another. Like I, I very much, en- very much enjoyed Taz's commentary, but there was again belief that Taz wasn't that person. But Paul Heyman gave him that fucking chance, dude. So we need to see. I hope we can, I hope we're just as good, if we're just as good at finding people as we are doing this shit. Yeah. Man, I think we're fucking set. Like, Yeah, I think I, we are. Yeah, I hope we can find talent as easily as we're doing this This fucking shit. Because this is, this is fun. And yeah, I it hope is. We get and, yeah.
0: and that's one of the things, too, that I also like doing is I like helping people out and getting them, hey, oh, let's find somebody that's fucking, that's just as hungry as we are. And giving them an opportunity because yeah, granted, you know what? Maybe somebody that, maybe they don't have the experience or the know-how or the, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Or the uh, the fucking money to maybe like get a setup to be able to do sound like do legit podcasting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And shit, that's the bar to entry for them. And that's why they can't do it. But shit, if they're hungry and they fucking go and they they record on their fucking cell phone on the on the voice recording app and they put out fucking shit and they got something to say, we'll fucking find them and we'll fucking, we'll we'll fucking give them an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And that's fucking, that's kind of what, what not, that's not what this is all about, but that's, that's a, that's what this episode is all about. I guess at the end of it is getting, getting our stable of people. And it doesn't just have to be, there's no cap, there's no limit. There's no fucking under, there's no bottom level. You know, Oh, it's not like we just need one guy or, one person or, or we need 10 people, you know, it's, it's whoever is available to be motivated and mm-hmm. to be fucking like-minded as we are to be as motivated, disciplined and hungry. Mm-hmm. That, that number of people who could be that are out there could be infinite. And as long as we somehow link up or find each other, then we'll make it happen. So
1: I, I think I might have a, uh, another leg okay. to add to this All right. podcast. All right, let's hear about it. Because I think this is something I was talking to you about that um, I don't know what to make of it. It just kind of speaks to how college football is. Uh-huh. But there's something about merit not mattering in some regard. And I'm, I'm talking to specifically about Florida State University going thirteen and zero, thirteen and zero, and then being superseded by Alabama, twelve and one. The twelve and one thing, yeah. And I get it, dude. I get that the SEC is a strong conference. Numerous championships have been won. NFL players come out of there. All that shit, right? But that is in the past. That is... I don't want to say it's completely irrelevant, but when we're evaluating like, what teams should get into the four teams that are going to be playing for the national championship, Yeah. why isn't Florida State University... The fucking team, the number four team, instead of Alabama, and I don't know, man. It just makes me question stuff. It, it makes me think. It makes me think. Hey, dude, you got to do whatever you got to do to get to the top. Bottom line, I mean, if it's not based on merit, then fuck it. Like, find find another means to to keep yourself self sustained, like to to flourish or whatever. Whatever dreams you have, don't don't think that there's a right way. There is only trying everything else to find out how you get to that fucking thing. So I, I don't know. What do you, what do you got to I, say, say about man, that? I, I
0: think like if it was me and I was in that situation, if I was the head coach of fucking Florida state yeah, and I just got fucking snubbed essentially. Yes. You got by, snubbed. by yeah. the college playoff fucking football committee or whatever the fuck it's called. Mm. I would immediately call a press conference and I would cut a fucking promo in a half. Oh, that'd be sweet on I, these I, fucking guys. Yeah, because then and, you're not
1: taking it. You're just like right. fuck
0: all this. Like, and you, I'd be like, you know what? We're gonna go create our own fucking college bowl with blackjack and hookers. Yeah, and you guys can go fuck yourselves. Because Florida State, we're out. We're mm. fucking gonna go and we're gonna do. We're gonna, we're gonna make our own college bowl. And I would, you know what I would do? I would call up whoever. I don't know who's a major rival of Florida State nationally that's not in that four-team fucking thing, but I'd call them up and I'd say, hey, I know we hate each other, but guess what? You want to make some motherfucking money? Let's fucking let's host our own. We'll call it the fucking Florida Bowl. We'll call it whatever the fuck. We'll make up a new name because mm. no one can stop them from doing that. We'll make up a new fucking name and we'll play a game and we'll play it at the same fucking time.
1: That the Rose Bowl, or what's, what's the, is that the, is that the peak, what's the fucking the highest one? Is it the... I don't know, because it's uh it's kind of determined by, uh okay, so right now it's the Rose Bowl and whatever fucking bowl that these two teams are, or these four teams are being placed in. Mm-hmm. So it changes, it changes, it changes every year. It
0: depends on what, yeah
1: okay. but yeah, so yeah.
0: So whatever, so whatever the highest yeah. one is, whatever that peak final game is going to be, the, the actual championship game, I would fucking run it fucking right at the same fucking time. And I would be like, hey guys, or man, fuck, I don't know, maybe it would be even a better idea to do it the next day, or shit, do it an hour, or do it like three hours before. So then people, you guarantee you might do better numbers than fucking they do. And then fucking, that way you're not screwing yourself, but that's what I would do. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be fucking And that would be a baller ass fucking move that nobody could fucking, and you know what? Those assholes on that thing will say, fuck man, Florida State made us look like assholes last year, and they went ahead and fucking had
1: their own bowl game that they put together. And they could say, we never lost. Yeah, like, like we never lost that season, so we still think we deserve that twenty twenty three. Because you know, like okay, yeah. toast okay the Tostitos Bowl and yeah. all these sponsors. I'm sure Florida State could find
0: a fucking sponsor, mm. the Mercedes Benz Bowl. Oh fucking, man, you know, y- yeah. And and you could make you could man, this is a fucking golden opportunity yeah. for Florida fucking State man. I am not. You know what's funny? I am not a college football fucking guy or whatever. Mm. And I really don't give a shit about colleges in general, but I actually own a Florida state Seminoles fucking jacket because Mm. it was on sale for like $8 on fucking (laughs) fanatics one year during the black Friday sale. But you know, it would be fucking great if Florida state, you know, just took that stance and said, Hey, you know what? Let's call up and find out some sponsors. Mm. Let's get fucking shit. You don't even need to have a national sponsor. You could have fucking, Jim Bob's fucking Mercedes-Benz dealership in porn fucking hub. Florida. Yeah. Oh, fucking Jesus Christ. Yeah. That is the most genius fucking idea. <laughs> if you had the Pornhub Bowl, yeah. especially at a party school like Florida State... You would you would fucking have endeared your fans to you for literally the rest of their lives? It would be ultra-based and oh. ultra, ultra, ultra red, red pill. Pill. Yeah, It would be it would be fucking excellent. And
1: then you have fucking Donald Trump do the coin toss. Holy shit. Yeah, dude, everybody would tune into that because everything yep. else is all cookie-cutter. It's all safe. It's like, yep. we got to bow to our sponsors. We can't see foul language. I mean, I don't know if they would go that far, but, I mean, having the Pornhole... Pornhub Bowl would be enough. Like I think everybody would be like, oh my god, that's so awesome. Like fucking Pornhub Bowl name alone, I'm watching. I mean, shit, I would watch. Oh
0: fuck yeah! I don't yeah. even care who's playing. I'm watching that. Yeah. And then, goddamn, maybe you just went ahead and created yourself a new thing. So even if your team is garbage. Who cares? You can still run the fucking Pornhub Bowl for the teams that got left out. Yeah. And you could just, the top two teams that got left out, you could just be like, hey, you're invited to come play at the Pornhub Bowl this year. Here's the Pornhub trophy and fucking you can, you know, you could win that and all the prestige that comes with being the Pornhub Bowl champion. Yeah. So so when merit (laughs) is not enough, you come up
1: with your own fucking solution.
0: You got to fucking carve your own fucking path. You got to fucking drive your own fucking, you got to drive that semi truck if the road's fucking closed. If someone else closes it, fuck that. You got to drive through that cornfield and make your own goddamn fucking path. And be damned, everyone else, be
1: damned! If if you're gonna try to stop us, you know you know what the reality is, though—that they're never gonna do that. <laughs> they're not gonna do that. In addition to that, it's it's such a slap in the face to like other conferences, which I think yeah. I think mean, Florida State University is in the ACC, which I don't know how it is now. I mean, it was one of those conferences that was revered, yeah. Along with like the SEC and Pac-12 and stuff like that. But um, yeah, dude, that I think that that conference is done. Like I think this is like the nail in the coffin that says, yeah, this conference is weak enough that we couldn't even make it to the fuck. And that's with us winning. A th- an undefeated th- an, fucking season. An undefeated fucking season. So now what Florida State is, University is going to have to do is find out how they can join a super conference yeah. in order to be seen as a legitimate team. So they don't have this fucking incident again, but it shouldn't have to be like that. It shouldn't have to fucking be like that. But honestly, dude, I would love to see the fucking Pornhub bowl. I know it's not going to happen, but man, if they really wanted to get under the, you know, NCAA football organization or association, dude, and just, give the middle finger to them and like all whatever committee decides what the playoff teams are. Oh man, it'd be so great. Like, and honestly, the logistics of that, I don't think would be
0: that insane to do on such short notice like this. You already, you have the venue, which is the biggest thing. You have your own stadium. Yes. That's the hardest thing to fucking secure. You already have that. Yeah. What, shit. Even if you couldn't get, I'm sure, I'm sure CBS or fuck whoever the channel is that gets left out every year that doesn't fucking get, any other bowl games. (laughs) I'm sure you could call them up and be like, Hey, you want to fucking have a bowl game on your shit? Oh, hell yeah. And I'm sure they'd be down whoever that may be and put it on there. Christ. If you can't get that fuck call comedy central or fucking some fuck ESPN eight, the Ocho fucking, you know,
1: put it on one of the plus the premium. Oh shit. You can do
0: it on Amazon prime. Yeah. As a matter of fact, Amazon Prime might be the fucking way to go. Yeah. You might even
1: be able to just reach out to Amazon, have them sponsor it, and just have it called the Amazon Prime Bowl. Or, dude, Netflix is desperate enough. They're oh, that's li- true, the Netflix Bowl? Yeah, I mean, because now they're diving into sports with, like, documentaries yeah. and even, like, a whole series with golf or this some could shit. Be,
0: yeah, well, that yeah. was, like, a real... That was, like, their first foray into a real competition-type sport, even though it wasn't, quote-unquote, live. Yeah. But you could say, hey, this could be your first foray into live fucking sports. Mm. You guys already have everything to do it with just fucking show up here and we'll just put on a live broadcast streaming only on fucking netflix the 2020 fucking four pornhub bowl, pornhub dude. bowl
1: <laughs> so good man
0: well i'm sure netflix would probably want to have their name on it it'd be the netflix pornhub bowl oh, right, yeah or it'd be the Netflix shit if it was the netflix bowl then you wouldn't have to worry about anybody not wanting to advertise with you because fuck it's this netflix bowl who cares yeah but man that would be fucking sweet and then the amount of money that netflix could make on just the fucking ads you could run on that alone Because you know people will tune into that.
1: Yeah, they will to watch college football on fucking Netflix. It's like, oh yeah, now you have uh, a little bit of a reason to continue continue your Netflix uh, subscription. And yeah, yeah, I I think I think as far as this situation goes, I mean, not that it would actually happen, but the national championship doesn't actually happen until like the week after New Year's or the the, the first Monday of like the days after New Year's or whatever. So, shit, I, I don't know, man. I'm just very disappointed in in, in fucking college football because Alabama just seems to get in, you know, regardless of what their situation is 13 and 0, 12 and 1, 11 and Whatever. 2. It doesn't yeah, fucking it matter. Doesn't matter. So like, it, well, like, like you said, they're the draw. Yeah, they're the-, the draw. That's the reality. And I respect it because, I mean, much like I was saying with Punk and uh, other wrestlers, or even Paul Heyman, somebody that's like a controversial figure in in wrestling, you can't help but fucking watch. So I respect it. I respect that Bama is that team, but. On merit, on merit, Florida State University, yeah, should be the fourth spot. But listen,
0: maybe in the same thing can be applied to CM Punk. Maybe on merit, there are guys that are better served being in the spot that he is in. Mm-hmm. But you ain't see you you ain't you don't draw like he fucking draws clearly. Yeah. So even though on meritorious. Reasons you should be in that spot, you're not because you don't fucking you don't you don't bring it in. You don't bring
1: in the fucking people. Yeah, so I think this is a valuable lesson. that yeah. you got you got to create your own buzz, dude. Yeah, okay. and oh, and
0: think about this. Okay, so you know how remember before not to just stay on talk about wrestling the whole time, but yeah. you remember this is a, this is applicable. I think you remember when they did Cody Rhodes, the Young Bucks, and all them. They did all in the original. The pay-per-view um, at the pay-per-view, mgm grand yeah it was like the independent or all out was it all out? i think it was all, I think out. was all out yeah the original one that was not affiliated with anybody it was like an independent pay-per-view and tony khan basically said hey like if you guys fucking go do this pay-per-view and you make it a success i'll fucking i'll invest money or whatever and that's kind of basically how AEW gets started yeah so what if netflix goes and says hey oh florida state we, we're gonna let's do this let's do this bowl game and then this is how you get that super conference started. You just have the Netflix fucking conference.
1: Oh, man, that would be great. And then
0: and then the NCAA, and then maybe you no longer, and then maybe this is how, because the NCAA, from what I've heard, is a very dictator-like organization when it comes to college football. And so maybe you have schools that say, holy shit, there's a fucking second alternative to the NCAA. Oh, man, maybe we should fucking, maybe we should go join up with that. And then maybe you pull some of that top-tier fucking schools from the SEC Because maybe Netflix is like, oh, dude, we're making gangbusters on this. You guys want a bigger cut of a pie? Oh, yeah, dude. That's how you really – what if this could be the – cat? this could be the catalyst Yeah. if someone was creative enough and had the balls to do it. But, again, I don't know. I don't know if anybody's fucking mad enough about it like that. I would be – I'd be fucking furious. I'd be like, guys, we're doing this. Fuck, Mm. I don't give a shit what anybody says. School – Fire me if you want. I'll go to another school and I'll call up Netflix and do the same fucking deal, all right? This is happening. You want to be on the cutting edge of history? Let's fucking go. Yeah. But. All right, what, anyway. what, what else you got for this podcast? Do you have anything <sighs> you want to hate on? I mean, there's a ton of shit to hate on, but I mean, what are we at? Hour. Hour and what? Eight minutes. Oh, fuck. It. Well, I mean, listen, that's exactly what we needed to fucking hit to, right. to hit the four hours. So I, well, this is what we could do. Because the other thing I was going to talk about which I don't even know how much legs this hat, this is going to have, but let's so talk about not like maybe my Funko pop addiction, but not just necessarily that, but my addiction for useless shit, I guess is,
1: Oh, here is, we go. All right. Yeah. So I don't right. know
0: if that's its own episode or yeah. if, if we should just, just fuck it. We're already here. No, already just, here. We're already here. All right. Here, fuck yeah. it. Yeah. So I, I have a fucking plethora of useless shit. Yes. And by useless shit, I mean collectibles. Okay. They serve literally no fucking purpose. They look neat. They do, right. <laughs> but but they don't fucking do anything. They just sit there in my fucking man cave room, just sitting in the shelf. Yeah. And honestly, because the man cave room has been a fucking goddamn uh, war zone as of the last like year and a half, mm. you can't even see most of them because they're covered by shit. So mm. But today, okay, and then a prime example of that, okay, my, of why I think this is a problem. Okay. So, at least you acknowledge you have a problem. Sure, yeah. So, so today, I'm at Target and I'm going and, you know, I I, I always peruse the Funko Pop section just because I can't help it. Anytime I go into a store, I got to go check what kind of Funko Pops they got. I, I can't not go into a store that sells Funko Pops and stay away from that section. I have to look. It's mm. like a fucking OCD tick. I don't know what the fuck it is. So, I go in there, I'm looking around and I see. Fucking the greatest... the One of the greatest things I've ever fucking seen, which is I've been wanting to get these... They're, again, to stick with the wrestling theme, they're these individual pops in these giant boxes that are of from WrestleManias. And so they've only done WrestleMania, the first one, and they've done WrestleMania 3 now. So that's Andre the Giant. So you've got Hogan. the poster of Hogan and Andre the Giant in the background, okay? And this is how they fuck you. You get one Funko pop. You get Andre... Or you get Hulk. Oh, what? And the price is $29.99 for each fucking one. Yeah, and you're yeah. only getting one Funko Pop, which normally sells for, now, $15 fucking dollars, which will be another thing I want to rail about later, or not to rail about, but talk about, about the inflation and goddamn fucking collectibles and Funko Pops, Jesus Christ. But each one of those is 10 bucks or 15 bucks, and now you're going to make me pay double just to have it in this box that has, like, the poster kind of behind it, and so... Anyways, I didn't even know about the WrestleMania 3 ones. Those, those were on, those were there. They were 30 bucks full price. I had been wanting to get the WrestleMania, the first WrestleMania ones, where it's got the picture in the background of Hogan and Mr. T fucking like shaking hands and they're like doing the thing, you know, and they're in the ring. And so they fucking had Mr. T, the, the pop of Mr. T with that thing, and they had the one of Hogan. They had both of them. And as I look at the thing and see what the price is, $8. And I was like, oh shit. For both? No, for so it's it's they were individually each eight dollars. So instead of being sixty, they were sixteen dollars for mm. both of them. Wow. So I was like, shit, that's fucking like eighty fucking percent off. I can't fucking say, n- I I literally thought about. It. I'm like, I shouldn't fucking do this. I don't. I already know I don't have the room for them. But then I'm like, shit, I've been wanting these. And then in my delusion of why I have these collectibles is because one day I feel like I'm going to be able to get the person who the collectible is of or the pop to sign. The box, like I want to have. Hey, maybe this podcast will do with that. Maybe, may, well, listen, Hogan's been going on podcasts lately that have been like some ones that I've seen that are maybe not a very, very, very ill repute or very low <laughs> uh standards. So uh, maybe we could, maybe that could happen. But my my whole fucking problem is that I just I, I I think that oh man, one day maybe I'll be able to get, I'll have the opportunity to go get this person to sign it, and I want to have the thing already available, I guess. I, I don't know. I think that's part of it. But anyways, so I literally couldn't say no to this fucking deal. I I had to do it. So, of course, I fucking buy them. And I get home, and I'm like, well, fuck, I know for a fact that I do not have any room for this shit. So now they're just literally, I toss them in my room, and you know they're just sitting up there in the man cave, just, just whatever. And now I'm also, since since we're talking about turning the or I'm going to turn the garage into the studio. I'm kind of thinking if I should maybe have those things as like the backdrop. Oh yeah. yeah for yeah. when we start doing video yeah. so that they can somewhat be useful yeah. because they're really just, they're just fucking not useful. And that's the problem is like when we went, me and me and Frank went to Frankenson's last time, I wanted to buy another helmet. I need another fucking Star Wars helmet, like the black series helmet because I have 3 and you I want you want another helmet. No, I need one because I have to have 4. I have to have an even number. I, it's fucking bothering me. So and then what will happen is I'll buy a fifth one and I'll be like, "Fuck, I got to have a sixth one." Like but they were on sale, but I couldn't I still couldn't. I don't know why I couldn't justify it. And I'm like, "Oh god, but I need this." And I'm just like, like I literally almost had a fucking panic attack in the goddamn fucking uh Frankensons just thinking about like, God, do I really need to spend a hundred dollars on this fucking helmet? And eventually, after much debate in my own mind, the answer was no, because the box was slightly damaged. Even though, okay, now how fucking dumb is this? I throw the box away.
1: <laughs>
0: but yet I was like, oh no, the box is fucking damaged. What if I need to keep the box for some reason? This box is kind of fucked up. Nah, nah, it's not worth it. Ah, uh, what the fuck, man? Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I just, I can't, I can't stop, and, and I would like to not fucking want to collect these stupid things anymore, but I can't, I, I just can't say no to it, there's, there's, there's stuff, if
1: I see it, I'm just like, yep, gotta buy that You can't, I mean, you can't say you can't, I mean, it's not in your vocabulary Sure, I guess you're it right should, It shouldn't be in your vocabulary, it's just at the moment it's not within your power yeah, to... Yeah, there you go. It's not uh, within the realm of possibility for me to say no to this fu- to some of this shit. It's easy, man. I, I, uh, I mean, shit, I was collecting comic books for 11 <sighs> years, I think. Yeah. And I stopped two years ago. And it feels fucking great, dude. Like, it- Oh, yeah, listen, I'm sure... Now, granted, I'm not fucking going
0: on and scrolling eBay and looking for fucking Funko Pops and all this shit. Now, another example on Amazon. Fucking Black Friday deal. They had the goddamn Obi-Wan Kenobi... Darth Maul, Qui-Gon Jinn from that Duel of the Fates, when they're in the fucking, the energy thing, and they're all fighting each other. Three separate pops, because Funko's a bunch of assholes. $30 a piece on sale. I got all three of them for under 20 bucks. So I couldn't say no to that. I, I was like, I got to do this. I have to, I have no, I have, they're, they're sitting in the boxes they came in, not even just the box of, am- the, bo- of the Funko box, I'm in the Amazon box. I haven't even open the Amazon box because I have no fucking way, mm. what am I going to do with this? But And I knew that, and that's where I think I have a problem is because I knew that going in that I don't have any place for these right now. Mm. But, my brain justifies it by saying, Oh, well, you know, if you get the, when you when you get the studio garage going, like, oh, you're gonna have plenty of room to fucking display all this shit. But then what's gonna probably end up happening is my garage is gonna end up getting overwhelmed because then I'm gonna be like, oh, look at all this fucking room I have. And then I'm gonna fucking just keep going and just go crazy and just have even more shit. So I think I need to fucking go to therapy. Or some sort of shock therapy where where I associate, you know
1: You stop, you just drop cold turkey, man, like I did. I there was a point where I was looking at how many boxes of comics I had. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, I don't have any more space. This <laughs> That's is it. where it ends. This is, it. This is where yeah, it ends. This is where it ends. And it sucks because I was I mean, I was already kind of feeling as though as as many comic book fans feel like the story the same stories have been told. Nothing's gonna change. Batman's never gonna marry Catwoman. Yeah. Which they already teased and it didn't fucking happen. I was like, I'm done with this. This is this is horseshit, dude. And now I'm kind of getting a little bit reeled back in because uh Ultimates the the Ultimate Universe is coming back, and Spider Man is married to Mary Jane, and they have two kids. And I'm like, this is what people have been asking for for years. <laughs> and, and now and you're now giving you, it to yes, me because you're you're because I'm not has, watching. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So you're you're drawing me back in, you sons of bitches, by finally
1: giving me what I want. Yeah, you sons of bitches. Yeah. Oh my God, Peter Parker happy. Some maybe he's a functional member in society. Fuck. Yeah. For once, for once, dude. And it's the time that I'm not looking at that that's hurting a little bit. But yeah, dude. I think uh for me it was just the space and you get tired of it eventually and then it just becomes you, you just you, like eventually when you wean yourself off, dude, you don't even think about it. And then you And then you think about your wallet. You're like, oh shit, I still have twenty bucks that yeah. I didn't spend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or thirty that's bucks true. or hundred bucks. That's a true story.
0: Well, I, I just just to talk about the comic thing real quick. I do have a I do have a question. What was your how do you how did you feel about whatever whenever it was eight ten years or whenever the fuck they did this when they rebooted the numbers Reboot with the them. new fifty two
1: for DC? Uh, do you how what what did you feel about that? I didn't really care because I mean I think people that are uh, I don't know what they call them I think they call them like flippers they just show up to the comic book store and just flip books right. because it's just a number one yeah and they think it's like oh well I'm I mean, gonna that, sell that, this for that, double that, the price yeah and it's not even indicative of the price itself that just because you got a number one, that it's valuable. I mean, it, there's a lot of shit that has to go right. I mean, you're never going to, I don't think anybody's really ever going to, uh, you know, for the price that you buy the books, you're never going to meet the value like down the road when you sell them that you're going to get your money back. It's yeah. it's probably not going to happen, but may, maybe sometimes, I mean, shit, sometimes you stumble across valuable things, but more likely than not, I mean, the numbering almost is irrelevant. If the team, the writing team or, The artist and the writer are not fucking good. Yeah. But in the case for, like, myself, I mean, I bought a Batman number one of the new 52, and that whole run is great because they basically, well, no, there was some shit they fucked up. But regardless, the run was great, and it is valuable, Yeah. but there's a lot of instances where that is irrelevant.
0: Oh, well, yeah, because, like, so uh, I bought pretty much almost all of the number ones. When they redid them. Yeah. Because I'm an idiot. And I... Because I'm, I'm a fucking addict. And I'm a collector. And I'm like, oh man. New number ones that I actually... And I get where they were going for. Because people... A whole generation of people like us is asked out. Because... Well, I could never own a number one fucking uh, Detective Comics. Because it's fucking a hundred grand. Like, I'm never going to own that. So, oh, cool. Now I can own a number one renumbered of whatever the fuck it is. Mm-hmm. And so... I just was like buying fucking ones that I had never, I bought number one swamp thing. I bought fucking number one Jonah Hex. I think I bought, I bought shit that I don't, I didn't even read before, but I was just buying it cause it was a fucking number one. Yeah. And it's still sitting up in my fucking room in the fucking, uh, well it's not still sitting cause it wasn't, I didn't have this house when I fucked 10 years ago or whatever, when I yeah. was buying them, but it's, that's, that's where they sit. They literally sit in a box and they just sit there and do nothing. And yeah, it's cool to say I have them, I guess, but not really because it really doesn't mean anything. Yeah. And there are some other comics in my collection that I think I have uh like uh Blackest Night or whatever, and then the uh the one there's another one of the Green Lantern ones, the that fucking where it was like the Lantern War mm. or some shit. Like I have one of those. Those those are granted, they're not they're not worth a shit ton of money, but it's just cool to say, "Oh man, I had" And it's not even that the number, it's just, oh, this was the run of this story, the first run of this story, or like Civil War, the Marvel Civil War. I have all of the original fucking Marvel, the first run of the Marvel Civil War books. I don't know how much those are worth now. I don't think I would ever fucking sell them, though. And that's the other thing, too. I I look at myself as probably a true quote-unquote collector. Maybe even borderline of a hoarder is probably the right term to use, but I don't have any intention of ever selling any of these. I'm not hanging on to these because I think they're going to be worth money, in the future. I'm not like those assholes with the Beanie Babies where they were just buying Beanie Babies because they thought, "Oh man, I'm going to resell these and this is going to be great." Now all those people who have Beanie Babies that from fucking 25 years, 30 years ago, mm. ah, now they they they're worth nothing. Which was funny because I actually going through my, you know, when we bought the house, I had a bunch of shit that was I was storing at my parents' house and I just happened to grab a bunch of stuff and I had a shit ton of fucking Beanie Babies from back in the day and they were all I don't know why they had the little fucking tag protectors on them and all that stupid shit. Right. Mm-hmm. And I was a kid when that was going on. So I can't even, maybe I was already having this problem when I was a child Yeah, and I didn't. And that's the thing. There was one fucking Beanie Baby that I played with, and it was the Cheetah one, and that I like, I loved it. I slept with it, but all the rest of them, because that's what you're supposed to do with them. They're little fucking stuffed animal toys. You're supposed to play with them. You're supposed to do... They had those little teeth and they sat on the wall, or they sat in a box, and I, that's not normal behavior for a kid, man. You should be playing with that shit. Yeah. But yet, here I was fucking, quote unquote, hoarding or collecting it, and, and I was just curious, so I, I looked online... And if you actually, if really, what would be funny is if I still have the page up. There's a couple ones that I have that are actually misprints, and they are mm. worth some money. Mm. Uh, but people on eBay are assholes, and they want like they're they're saying oh five grand. So I was undercutting them and doing like twenty five hundred, and, and I just to see what happened. And what's funny is I've had a lot of hits on it. Nobody actually has purchased it yet, though. But I've had a lot of views and a lot of people saying shit like, oh hey, would you take you know, would you take seventy five dollars? And really, at this point, I'm kind of just like, yeah, maybe I should just give her this for seventy five dollars. But then I don't want to be like, this guy goes and he sells it for fucking eight hundred and waits. Yeah. Fuck that guy, all right. You know, so
1: you sell it for half, like half. that Yeah, price, I'd sell. Right? Yeah, and then if he if he manages to sell for five k, yeah, whatever, good for, good, him. For him. Good, good for him, good for him, he yeah. fucking came out on top. But
0: I was kind of thinking, man, maybe I should start selling off some of that shit, and then I could purchase fucking equipment, yeah. new equipment, because we do need new microphones. Fucking, because listen, and that's another thing. Well, you know what? This is going to be on the music podcast because I did want to do a a topic on the music podcast about the about equipment, mm. just because I think it's interesting to me, just what I've learned yes. over the years of doing this shit, and also I think it would be helpful for people who are band in bands and stuff that like don't, you know, you don't got to spend five hundred dollars on a microphone. You, yeah. you could fucking you could do some other shit, but um, if you do, it the shit's gonna last. Yeah. But anyways, uh. Yeah, so I, I don't know, man. I I, just, I have a fucking problem, and I probably
1: fucking need to be stopped in some yeah. way. I I mean, I still technically have the problem that I still have these comics, and I don't know what I'm going to do with them. Like, I still have... There's one... There's a couple comics that I have, uh, and I, I, I kind of want to see where it goes, because it's like this... It's this cover of Spider-Man number... Uh, I forget what the number is, but basically Uh. this artist, the the cover artist for that issue, created a portrait of Spider-Man in his costume, right? Uh. And it was done with webs. Like, Uh. yeah, it's all done. And I'm like, oh, my God, this is the coolest thing ever. So I bought like a 9.8 graded signature series of that Uh. fucking thing. And it was 250 or 220 when I bought it, and I want to see like what it's worth in maybe 10 years. But there's things like I want to hold on to, and like I don't know if I can get rid of it. Like, my one of my favorite series that came out a couple of years ago was the Immortal Hulk series, Because uh. it's like it, it gets to like Avon Galleon Level levels of mind, yeah, yeah, and it's like body horror and it's really twisted and weird. Uh, and I don't know if I can let go of that series, like I don't know if I could sell that. Maybe, dude, depending on how this goes. This goes yeah, yeah, yeah. like the the podcasting stuff. Shit, maybe I'll sell it and then, uh, you know, maybe in the future I'll just buy back everything that I had in, in uh, maybe better condition. <laughs> like, oh yeah, maybe yeah. maybe a ten graded or a nine point nine. Shit, man! One comic that I would love to have is like <sighs> I love the X Men. Like I would love to have an X Men number yeah. one. I would love to have a giant size X Men, giant size X Men number one. Uh, I'd love to have a Batman number one. I love to have a Detective Comics number 27, but those are like Holy Grails. And that's like, if I had oh, yeah. money, millions of right. dollars. Yeah. yeah. But having a giant size X-Men number one is more realistic. Cause I think it's only with like 10. I think, I think like a, uh, a nine, a copy of like eight or nine is graded eight yeah, or yeah. nine. Uh, it's probably like $10,000, but I don't know, man, I'm still considering like I, maybe I should just sell all this stuff and, get rid of it or I mean, shit, I don't even know what like the market's like. I don't know if people are still buying comics and shit, but it makes me think about like, maybe I'll just get rid of this shit and have extra money in my pocket and we can just throw it into this and do better. Yeah. And then, and then once we're down the road, we just have all these, you know, hopefully millions or if not billions of dollars yeah we could just buy all our shit back yeah just buy it all back for for less than what we sold it for yeah or shit maybe we have to pay a pretty penny but yeah, at maybe. that point it won't matter
0: won't matter because we'll have the money yeah but yeah so anyways fucking yeah this, this that that's pretty much get it, help I yeah i need help i need help man i i gotta fucking i gotta talk to somebody uh anyways do you have anything else you want to do uh no, that was it Alright, cool. Well, uh, anyways, if you've uh, listened thus far, uh, we thank you and uh, we are glad that you have decided to grace us with your listenership and if you could be... You know what? I don't even need to say it because I think it says it in the outro. Who fucking cares?
1: They know what to do. <laughs>
0: you know what to do. Go to GamerageMagazine.com and yeah, fucking follow us on all our shit. Or don't because we know you don't. Yeah, or, or you know what? Better yet, don't fucking follow us. Yeah. D- I'm just going to start saying that. Don't even fucking... Don't bother. Don't follow us. Don't go to the website. Don't do shit. Fuck, don't even listen you know fuck, <laughs> do whatever the fuck you want yeah. i don't care i'm not your super, i'm not your supervisor as they say yeah um but anyways uh if you if you are interested and you are listening to this on friday wait saturday night saturday this, night yes wait saturday night december the 9th yeah yes december 9th at 9 p.m pacific time we're gonna do a live interview with a top tier level music industry insider Yeah. And we're going to, what are we doing it on? On Discord?
1: Discord, yes.
0: Are are you like putting the link to anything on that or like so people can get to it? Yeah. So what, just go to your Instagram? Yeah, I mean, I'll post
1: it again. I'll post. uh, okay. Yeah, I'll post the link to it. And I'll put put it in, you know, the link in bio, the link tree, because once you click on that, it'll give you a whole bunch of other links that it should be listed there. But yeah, yeah, if you want to check it out, if you want to go out to the the Discord on Saturday night, because I know you ain't got shit to do, you're listening to us that's true uh you can you can tune in there it'll be a discord stage set up you can listen in the audience and if you got questions you want to ask this woman if you're an artist if you're listening uh come prepared because what this means to me if you're making the choice to fucking listen to this interview on a saturday night that you are on the path to becoming a Sigma, an Alpha Chad, a Giga yeah. Chad, or whatever, because you're choosing to better yourself in yep. some way. Yeah, because this woman, I believe, has insightful information to offer, and if you're willing to listen, that's all it takes. It's all it takes to get to the fucking top, dude. Is you, yeah, you're willing to fucking listen, and you're putting in the work, and that's two functions that this interview will serve. Yeah, and fuck, we're making it easy for you. We're, get, we're just putting it on a fucking platter. You don't got to
0: go scour the internet or fucking do a bunch of Wikipedia search holes and fucking lose your mind. We're literally giving it to you right fucking in front of your face. So easy. The easiest shit you'll ever do. Yeah. So, anyways, tune into that if you should be so inclined. And, um, you know... Uh, Go to all the other shit. Do whatever. We'll, we'll see. We'll see you on fucking. Wait, what do we got? You know, what? let's go another minute to get an hour and a half. Fucking <laughs> an hour and a half. All right. Yeah. Let's just, let's just bullshit the last minute. Yeah. So, I think that you people will be fucking highly entertained by this interview that we're doing. Let's just pump up the interview. You know, this per, this music in this high level music industry insider has a wealth of knowledge. Yes. And a a multitude of experience that I think is unparalleled. In today's society in the music industry. I also think that this person may even, you know, have some of that, as I said, insider information maybe. Who know, Who knows? You know, who knows what you may hear? Yeah. And who knows what secrets of the music industry may be revealed mm-hmm. to you on this
1: podcast. And oh, the name of the well, it's gonna be put out as a podcast later in January if you if you miss yeah, so, the live. Okay, so that's the other luxury yeah. that you're being afforded, is that you could hear it as Whenever. it comes, yeah, as it comes out, but you won't be able to hear it until the following year, which is 2024, early January or... Yeah, sometime in January. January, Sometime in January. And...
0: But but you won't also be able to ask questions then either. Mm. So this that's the other thing you're missing out on the question asking mm. and getting your and shit. You know, make I it, making an ass out of yourself. If someone were to drop their single in the fucking chat and play it for her and see what happens, I would not be. You know, maybe maybe I'm gonna do that. Maybe I might just make her listen to Millennial Frog and see what she thinks. <laughs> who knows? Who the fuck knows? This who knows where this could go? Yeah. All right. So you know, hey, controversy creates cash. People, just remember that. So all right, cool. We hit an hour thirty. Sounds good. All right. Well. That's the end of the episode. So thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll see you on the next one. This has been the... But Fuck Nowhere Show. Thanks for listening. Don't forget, subscribe and like on Instagram and TikTok at Game Rage Magazine. Also on Twitter slash X at GameRageMag. Also visit our website, www.GamerageMagazine.com for a host of other podcasts and more. Thanks for listening.